Reapers, this is Devontae, this is Reaper Training, and you are now tuned into the Reaper Motivation Podcast. I am back. I um be honest with y'all, man. I have been slacking. I've been slacking a lot. Um, like I said before, I was finishing up the school year. Uh just got finished with my third semester in college. I'm going to school part-time. And uh been a little busy. Wrapping stuff up, just got a new job, but um, we are now back, and today we are going into the black power side, you feel me, and we're going to talk about the unfortunate case of, I don't want to butcher my man's name, uh, Aubrey Ahmad, hopefully I said that right, uh, don't kill me if I didn't, and I wanted to make this video originally right when it happened. Uh, reason being that I didn't was because I just didn't want to, for one, I didn't want to make any brazen statements out of anger. You know what I mean? If anybody out there who is black and saw that video, if you're going to tell me that you didn't get immediately angry or sad at least when you saw that video, I'd be hard-pressed to say she was lying, man. It was, it was definitely... My initial reaction to it was that it, it almost looked as if if you watch National Geographic or if you ever seen hunting, I've never actually gone hunting before, but it almost looked the same as a as somebody going out and looking to to hunt a deer or something like that. Like that's how it it came across when I watched it. And at first, I'm just, I'm really, I'm confused about it because I had heard about it already before I saw the video. And at first, I didn't want to watch the video because I've, I've gotten really tired of seeing uh, black men dying on camera. But what's crazy is that I didn't, at first, I thought it was the police that did it. This is part of the reason why I didn't want to watch it because I was just tired of seeing uh, police brutality videos. Um, if y'all heard me before, I like to say I don't, I'm more about action than I am about just seeing stuff and being sad. And I feel like the answer to police brutality is not in us protesting and stuff like that. But that's a whole other subject. But when I saw that, it was just two regular people. And I saw that they hadn't gotten arrested, even though somebody had it on camera. That, that to me, was crazy. That, was, that made no sense. And the first parallel that I drew when I was talking to somebody, because I can guess uh, somebody defended it. Um, I'm not going to get that person's name any light. Uh, somebody did try to defend them, and I said, when Nipsey Hussle died, right, the man who did it was apprehended and put in jail, I, I believe, within, like, a couple of days. They knew who he was. They had his face all over the news. Like, they, he didn't make it very far before he got caught, and it was in a public place. Now, albeit the Albiamad situation, that was in a more secluded area, but both was on camera, both, both, everybody involved was known of what was going on, and this man was put in jail, and I can almost guarantee you that he's getting life in prison, but where the issue and the anger comes from in the black community is that we don't know if these people are going to get life in prison, we have no clue, even though they hunted him down, they didn't have a reason to, and he was unarmed, we have no clue, just like, because, and if you're somebody who's saying that you know they're going to get it, you're lying because I thought I knew that Amber Geiger was going to get life in prison. You go into somebody's house and kill him. It's home invasion. You know, that's 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 crazy. Like, I wouldn't even have 
fathom that she was going to get 10 years in prison when they just gave TK 50-something years. They gave him 55 years, and he didn't pull a trigger. He didn't actually kill anybody. And she got what she got. So this is where the issue comes, and that's why when people say black people only get mad when white people kill black people and not when we kill black people, there's some truth to that, but it's it's a falsehood because, again, they gave TK 55. He didn't actually kill anybody. I can guarantee you that the man that killed Nipsey Hussle is going to get life in prison. Anyone else that you can name, if there's any sufficient evidence against them, and he is black and he killed another black man, he's going to get life in prison. Or he's going to get at least 50, 60 years. That's, that's, a, that's a fact. But it's a, it's a major fact that Amber Geiger got 10 years in one of the most... Probably as far as laws, the most strictest, <laughs> the most strict state in the country. She got ten years, and don't get me started on the police that that kill unarmed black people. And don't get any time. So there's no guarantee that these people are actually gonna have any any like any type of real repercussions for their actions, and that is where the anger comes from. And I wanted to get into. What's the cause of like them feeling so brazen enough to kill someone for just jogging? And you know, you want to say racism, but I think it goes a bit deeper, right? And um, if you guys, I don't remember exactly which video it is off the top of my head, but I had a video that I had made some time ago. I think it was um, a few months back, and I basically said that the media. It's no secret the media, per, perpe- the media perpetuates the symbolism as a black man either being stupid or dangerous, right, or weak, right. There's a, there's a whole bunch of they they like to push that a lot. That's always been a theme, a constant theme in America's history, and I feel like the reason why every police killing is is so defended is because they've made it they've made the murdering of black people normal. No one bats an eye when a black man is killed. No one bats an bats an eye when a black woman is killed. No one bats an eye when a black child is killed. It's like there's no effect to it. No effect whatsoever. And the crazy thing about it is that if you really think about it, one of the reasons why I always dispel the fact that it seems like all black people want to support the Democrats and all black people want to support this taking guns out of the community, not our community, but just taking uh, banning guns and these strict gun laws. I always, I'm always hard pressed to ask where were those Democrats and where were those thoughts when they were killing black people by the thousands? In the, in the black community With machine guns And rifles and, and all types of fucking You can get your hands on any type of gun in the hood They were shooting up schools in the black community I didn't see that outcry when that happened there They You want to talk about Columbine 600 young black men Die in cities every year From gun violence it doesn't make the news. They got it on camera. They got it all over the place. Just because the skin of the person that shot that person doesn't make it any less less bad. 
But guess what? It's, it's there's no there's no talk about gun reform. There's no talk about gun reform then. What they talk about? They talk about drugs. They talk about gangs. They don't talk about poverty. So it's become normal, and the fact that these people are comfortable lease of you, an old way of using the police, like white people, you know, uh, I think they what they call it, uh, Betty, that that late white lady that called the cops and those bad people at the barbecue. I feel like that's slowly being turned away from because I feel as though they're getting so brazen, they feel as though they're not gonna prosecute police. They're not going to prosecute us either. And I feel like they feel as though that they can go and do what they want to do and kill black people. Because they know the repercussions aren't going to be as bad as we would get. If any at all. All you got to do, if, if put it like this. If Ahmaud Arbery had a pistol on him or a knife, and even if he didn't kill them, if he fought back, they wouldn't have gotten any time. Fact. They would. They they wouldn't even. It wouldn't even be an issue. They, everybody. They'd have a hundred and one excuses right now. They wouldn't get any time. Point blank. Period. And I really feel as though you know the NRAs and all these different movements and stuff like that. They're making these people realize that there are no repercussions for killing black people. And this video is not gonna be a straight up. You know. Complaining and crying because I actually think I have somewhat of a solution of a solution, and I actually wanted to get into that solution. So, first and foremost, <laughs> and I'm I'm giving it to everybody today. I'm I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all. I'm I haven't really been cussing like that for this video just because I'm really wanting to get my point across as well as possible. But enough of the fucking victim posts. I'm so sick and tired. The one thing that aggravates me whenever I get on social media is the post I watch and the post I read on social media when stuff like this happens they all come across as real victim like teary eyes I'm so sad this is so sad this is so sad which is sad shit that's going on but everything just sounds as though like we're playing a victim role we can't go here we can't nah fuck that I'm I'm done with the victim role and I'm gonna be honest with you I really feel as though, 100%, we really need to, as black people, we need to start separating our rights and our political views and religion. And you probably don't understand the political views point, but I'm going to get to that in a second. But first things first, I really feel as though, and I said it before, Christianity is probably one of the most detrimental things to the black person in America more than anything else, I feel like. Even probably more than the system that's in place to keep us down in the first place. And first and foremost, I'm going to say that for the simple fact that black people will legit tell you that you don't need to try to move out of your neighborhood. You don't need to want and be sad that you're poor and broke and that you live in this fucked up community because when you die, God's going to give you everything. God's going to give you everything that you wish for, everything that you hurt. All those people that is doing you wrong, you don't have to do anything to them. You know why? Because they're going to go to hell. They're going to get their karma back because God doesn't like ugly. So we sit back and we get we get beaten on. We get degraded. Amber Geiger, when she was in that courtroom, 
those black people, I guarantee you, if you ask them why they did what they did and they're brushing their hair and all this other dumb shit, I put $100,000 on it that they're going to tell you because God tells you to forgive. At the end of the day, it's not about forgiveness. It's about justice. And at the end of the day, those non, the reason why they perpetuate and they promote and they idolize Martin Luther King so they know, for one, he goes hand in hand with the church. He was a pastor, or I think he was a pastor. I don't I don't know how, how the church structures really go. I haven't been to church in a long time. But he was well involved in the church. That whole movement was well involved in the church, and it was based off of nonviolence. It idolized Gandhi. Uh, Gandhi, a man who was uh, who hated black people and was an actual child molester. He's a pedophile. Look it up. It's a fact. Fuck Gandhi. But back to what I was saying. Um, they have taken us. They have made us so docile. And and a lot of people's gonna say. Uh, that's just a perspective. That's if you look at the inception of the church, right? I'm gonna give you a little bit of history, and I like to, I, you know, I like to add history to most of my stuff. I'm gonna tell you right now: if you go into the inception of Christianity, that had developed from the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church was the base. That was the first branch or the first uh, Christian religion in history. Because before that, I think it was just Islam and Judaism, and before. Martin Luther made his 95 theses in Europe, and they started breaking away from the Pope because they thought the Pope had too much power. The Catholic Church had had probably more. The Pope himself and the Catholic Church had more power than any empire in the world, and that's a fact. So my question is this to y'all, especially because at this point in time in Europe, right, if you're looking at it, that's the Dark Ages. Most of these motherfuckers can't read, and again, the Pope has the most power. If you're living in Europe and you know that Rome, one of the, the, the probably the most powerful and the largest um, republic ever or kingdom ever to, to exist on this earth. You live in Europe you, and you're a leader like the Pope was and you have that type of power. You study your history and you know that the number one way to control a country is to make sure that everybody is subservient, to make sure that everybody understands your power and they have a reason to not want to go against you because you already know it's, it's unfair. The Catholic Church had all this gold and Rome was destroyed by slave revolts. They lost that fear. But guess what? Now I have a book. Now I have a book. This book says you should love your master. This book says... You don't have to worry about the fact that you can't feed your family, that y'all hungry all the time. Because guess what? When you die, you're going to go through those pearly gates and nothing that you're going to want is, is going to, everything is going to be given to you. But you need to be obedient. You need to be obedient to those above you. Why is it? What sense does it make that one of the oldest books in the Bible, Genesis, Basically says that a, a whole race and whole entire race of people, the Dead Sea Scrolls, is cursed. Now, most people say that's black skin. Why is that? Cursed to be slaves. Why is that? That's justification. So then they bring it to black people. And at that point, when it was brought into black people, we were already in chains. We were already enslaved. 
it made Europe subservient. Look how long the Catholic Church ruled. And then after the fact, look what ensued after the fact. If you were, a, if you were, or weren't of the same type of Christian that's they, that the people in power wanted you to be, they were murdering people by the by the thousands. You talk about the Spanish Inquisitions. It was all de- developed in fear and being subservient. So when they brought the slave trade around, oh, we know how to control them. And what the fuck did we do? We bought into it to the point that now we walking around and we don't understand why we can't get for, get go forward. The Jewish people didn't say, let's forgive them and leave it alone. We're going to take what we got. They said, nah, we're going to start running shit. We're going to build our credit up. We're going to get together. We're going to make our communities and we're going to start running shit. People forget. They talk about how Jews have all this power and all this money. The Holocaust happened in, in 1940, 1945. It wasn't that long ago. Look where they at in the world. That's not that's not a coincidence. You know what that is? That's not playing the victim role and saying, well, forgive and forget. That's taking what you was what you were supposed to have in the first place. So then here we are, right? And that is what I feel fuels going back to my point. That's what fuels this victim mentality. We need to start to separate that and going back now, you understand what I meant by the political wise. The Democratic Party doesn't give a fuck about black people. Stop thinking they do. They don't give a fuck about black people. First of all, how is it that a that a party that was people forget they started out, they were pushing for slavery way back when. Old Democrats were modern day Republicans as far as conservatism. You think that just switches overnight? Especially when everybody that's in a power, a position of power is in their 50s and 60s and 70s? That just ends overnight? I live in Virginia. Governor Northam's a Democrat. He was in blackface. That just ends overnight. Bill Clinton put more black people in jail than any other president. That was overnight. All the, but, they, but they love black people, though. They love us, though. Right? They love us to death, don't they? You talking about instead of he had so many, Bill Clinton had so many ways that he could have tried to help the black community after the crack epidemic, which was started by by America. I I talked about it in um in uh, I think the systematic racism video I made. It started here. They they were the reason why it happened. But you know what he decided to do? Oh, now we gonna put them all in jail. We got free slaves. But y'all, but but every but every black person is gonna co-sign with this. And cause I one of the posts I saw was this is the reason why there needs to be gun control. Why they need to ban guns. Black people saying this. Not we should all get armed so we can defend our fucking selves. Nah. Again, the victim the victim role. Being subservient to fucking Democrats and they and their and their their policies that they want to push. Like they give a fuck about us. I just and I that leads me to my next point. Every African American should be armed by the new year. Now, one uh one little confession. I don't have a gun right now. That's just because I 
<laughs> they're expensive as shit, and I've been trying to build my credit up and stuff like that. So I've been trying to avoid making any large purchases that I don't need, but I, eventually I'm going to go get one. You know what I'm saying? I grew up carrying knives anyway. I'm more comfortable with knives. But that's a little side, mo- that's a little side note. But every black person should be armed by the new year. It is is really time, and another thing is we need to start, and what that whole bit about Christianity, that's not me saying that you shouldn't be a Christian. <clears throat> believe what you want to believe. I mean, I, I, can't, I can't sit there and tell you that you should throw away all that, but I do know there's a difference between you loving God and you loving your people. There's a difference. There's a difference between your rights and the Bible. Religion and state should always be separate. And at the end of the day, if you if you take your religion out of it and you look at your state, if you're looking around and you don't have enough money to feed your family because there's no fucking jobs in the community, why are there no black-run businesses? If you're looking around and these kids can't read and write and they're in high school, who's running these these public schools? Are they black superintendents? Are there black principals? Are there even black teachers? Is it is 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 the curriculum being directly affected by black people? No. But again, oh, you don't have to worry about that type of house you live in because they're gonna give you everything at the end. Fuck that, man. It's time for y'all to start. Y'all need to learn. We need to separate it. We really need to. And my solution, as I was saying before. Again, we should all be armed by the new year, and we need to, I I personally feel we need to totally, totally disown both political parties. There needs to be a black political party, 100%. Because at the end of the day, and this is another topic I can go into deeper another time, but there will never be any true freedom as long as two parties run this country. Period. I heard what I said. There will never be true freedom because neither one of them totally cares about anybody but money. They know they they know what they stand for. They know what they want to push. So we need to disavow all connections to both of these these groups by the new year, and we need to be armed. So, at the end of the day, I guess the solution, put in layman terms, is we need to definitely, what I always talk about, free thought. We need to really incorporate free thought. And we need to start teaching each other about our history. Now, a lot of people going to ask me, you know, I got all this to say about when they did this, what do I feel about black-on-black crime and stuff like that. At the end of the day, it's like I said. If a black man kills another black man, he's going to do 100 years in jail. We've seen through history that's not the case with white on black crime. As a matter of fact, not too long ago, what, 50 years ago, 50, 60 years ago, they was putting black murders on, on postcards. Cops was watching as they would castrate and cut the hands and, and roast a, a, a teenager a mentally ill teenager alive in front of a crowd and they took little pieces of skin and burnt flesh from a human being, a black human being, and held it as souvenirs. 
and the cops watched it and took some souvenirs themselves. That didn't happen 200 years ago. That didn't happen during three, three, 400. Now, that happened 60 years ago. Happened 60 years ago. We, we really need to, to really need to understand that we need to take a whole nother outlook on what we got going on as a people. Because they're not going to do it for us. And as far as I've been seeing a lot of, I guess, not hate posts, but none of this is to say I hate white people at all. Because if you're not a part of the problem, if you're not a part of the solution, you're part of the problem. And there's a lot of black white people out there who speak out against bullshit like this and don't stand with bullshit like that. And I appreciate you. I, make no mistake, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go after any white person. I'm not gonna be mad at any white person who decides to help. Because you know why? Because you're helping. But if you're not saying anything or you're on the other side, fuck you. Because you're you're doing the same. You're, either way, the results the same. If you're not saying anything or you're on that side, fuck you. And that needs to be the attitude. You know why? Because, again, this forgiveness shit got to be done with. If a if a cop goes in community and he draws his gun on an unarmed black man, he's getting ready to pull that trigger. But if he looks around and there's 10 armed brothers with AR-15s looking him dead in his fucking face, you think he's going to shoot that man? No, he's going to do his actual job and go through his procedures and put handcuffs on him. But nah, nah, nah. We we gonna use those guns on our, on ourselves because cause, because we gotta defend the block that we don't even fucking own. We gotta defend the block that we don't even fucking own. The block that's that that we don't even live in homes that's that that are even safe for living. Houses that probably be condemned if somebody came and did inspections on them. We gotta protect that block. So. This is Devon says it's the Reaper Motivation Podcast. I tried my best not to curse too much. Didn't work towards the end. Um, I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Um, I hope that this really got my point across, and I hope that this opened some eyes, man. Cause, and again, I didn't mean I didn't I didn't say it this before this video, but I didn't mean to disrespect anybody. If you're a Christian or or a Democrat, uh, <laughs> I meant no disrespect. By the end of the day, it had to be said, dog, because this shit is ridiculous. We need to start moving on our own. We need to have free thought back in the black community. So just remember, though, we don't chase dreams. We hunt goals. I'm going to be more consistent posting these. Uh, follow me on Instagram, activated Merc, activated underscore Merc, M-U-R-K. Um, definitely going to be more content. If y'all have not, go on my YouTube, subscribe. Um, that's Reaper Motivation. Um, and I appreciate y'all. Y'all be easy.